What's up, guys? Welcome to the Athletic Aesthetic Podcast. My name is Vinny. I'm your host. You may know me on social media as VC2Art. I'm glad that you're here. We're going to be talking today with my first guest, Cody Sable. Without further ado, let's get to the episode. All right, guys, welcome back. Today's episode is brought to you by Candelore's Barking Beauties. Uh, if you have pets, if you're local to the Pittsburgh area, you definitely want to check them out. They have five convenient, no appointment needed salons located in Elizabeth, White Oak, Finleyville, Monongahela, and Irwin. Uh, all breeds are welcome. Any size dog is welcome. And if you would like some more information uh, on grooming, you can call 412-872-5550 or just visit candelorsbarkingbeauties.com. They also have boarding and daycare. If you'd like info on that, you can call 412-824-8440. That's Candelors Barking Beauties, where our salon is your salon. All right, so on today's episode, like I said, I have my friend, my studio partner, Cody Sable. He's going to sit down right here with me. We're going to talk about everything from uh, his event at the Peach Bowl while he was painting Kenny Pickett and uh, Dan Marino live on the set of ESPN for ACC Network. Talk about some of the custom cleats that he did this past season uh, for the Steelers, some of the guys like TJ Watt and Ben Roethlisberger, all that stuff. But we're also going to uh, you know, have a conversation that not only just talks about the the highs, but we're going to get into like the lows of what it's like to do what we do. So if you're watching this, you're listening to this, you know, you may be here as just somebody who likes sports, who likes sneakers, or you're an artist as well. And so we're going to get into like a little bit of the stuff that, you know, artists don't necessarily share because being honest, when you're posting to social media and making, you know, content, you want to share the cool parts. You want to share the parts that everybody can relate to, or everybody wants to see, or the successes, all that. But there's so much more to any job. But to this one specifically, we're going to have a conversation that hopefully if you're listening and you're an artist, it helps you feel less alone. It helps you know that other people struggle with the things that you struggle with. If you're not an artist and you're just one of the sports fans or sneaker uh, you know, fans that listen to this podcast or, or follow on social media, this is for you too because then you get to also see some of the behind the scenes of the stuff that, that you, know, you may not see on your favorite artist's social media page. So it's a really good conversation. Happy that my buddy was able to make this happen. Uh, this is episode one. Let's go. Is that looking at you? Uh, it's got both of us on it. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's more of like a profound like moment cam. So I, like, actually, I love that it's like pointing like it's angled at you. Yeah. Instead of your guest. It's it's a mostly profile shot of you so that if but by like, chance you say anything worthwhile, you know, I can have a close up shot of you saying it. Yeah. But like, why not put it here? Because well, then the mic's this. partly in your face. Uh, that's that's you know? that's a good point. You know, I haven't thought about that. This is our. This is I've I've had plenty of time to thoroughly think through this podcast because this is actually <laughs> our fourth time trying. This is no joke. This is try number four. It is. Yeah, and you came back. You came in pretty uh, sauced up the first time, <laughs> and we had shoes to do all night. And you're like, "What if we did a podcast while we did that?" And you were so angry that I like wouldn't. Do a podcast. I was. You tried for so long. You were downloading like viruses and (laughs) software on the mic, like laptop, just to get like your what was it? Odyssey, audacity, whatever. Onto my laptop. That's what it's called, right? Audacity. You're like, why do you have to update your laptop? Like, don't you have automatic updates? Your laptop was running off of like 2004, like Windows 11. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. So that was frustrating. That didn't work. So then 
the second time we set up a table, we were like, so we've kind of like just redid the space, which um, I think it looks a lot better than what it was. We, we it's, the, it's actually like I set this up because I thought it'd be better for me, but it turns out <laughs> it's better for you. Yeah, this is and great. I still Appreciate feel it. lost in in <laughs> in the studio. Thanks for paying. Yeah. Rent. Yeah, month. man, this is great. This is great. Yeah. So, um, should we start? Like, uh, should we start now? Like, do you have to intro me, or have you done that already? Uh, we're gonna like record that before, so don't worry about you know. I'm worried. Nobody, nobody knows. What did you say? I haven't recorded it yet, so that's kind of like how podcasts work: is that we talk and then I'll go back and say something. You know. What will you say? All right, ready? If I had to record it right now, yeah, I would say. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Athletic Aesthetic Podcast. On so this is the beginning. So this would be the beginning of the podcast, is what I'm recording right now. I just want to hear about me. You don't have yeah, to yeah, intro yeah, so your, that's your get, that's podcast. That's what I'm getting to. Okay. So I would say, welcome to the podcast. Today, I have a guest who's going to check his, his Apple Watch while we record the podcast. And I act like he's... Got way better fish to fry, way bigger fish to fry than being here, and it's gonna be really rude. And I can I'm do get two upset. things. I can do two things at once. <laughs> I can be present here, and I only checked because I didn't want it to ding again, and uh, I don't know how to change it from dinging again. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Should we? Should we? Yeah. So why do I have you on? I'm gonna ask my own questions to myself. I'll just interview myself. Why, Vinny? Why would you have Cody on your podcast? Well, it's because I knew several times that I was going to mess up, and I needed somebody who would be readily available to re-record. That makes um, sense. In the podcast space. So, also, on top of that, though, I have a vlog, which, I don't know if you knew this. I'm like 90% of your vlog. <laughs> That's why you're on this episode, too. So, am I going to be on next week? You're, you're the whole season. It's just <laughs> you and me, but it's my podcast, so... All right, so really, though, in the vlog, we went to Atlanta. I mean, that was amazing. So let's let's run that back a little bit. Yeah. Let's uh, kind of revisit that. If you haven't, or if you're listening and you haven't seen or you know, know what we're talking about, just to kind of sum that up, we you posted a video that um, is on your YouTube, which is yeah. just like a recap of the event. Um, you were hired by ACC Network, right? And you were to paint live at the Peach Bowl where Pitt was there and do like this whole uh, this whole thing. So kind of like take me through like what does it feel like when you're in front of a stage or a, an audience that large, have that many eyes on you, you're doing a live speed painting, there's like a ton of room for error, nerves, all that stuff. Like what does it feel like going through, like what's going through your mind in that moment? Well, the... <sighs> Not like not a lot, because <laughs> when you get there, you you have like a ton of time to get yourself situated. And we were at the stage well before doors open, so like by the time that I was that I was ready to go, like I was I was ready. And there really isn't that much of a, a stage fright to it because when you're looking at the when you're painting, it's just you and the canvas, like. You know, you block everything else out. The only thing that I had to do differently than my other paintings was every once in a while, uh, Kelsey Riggs from ESPN would, you know, do a little interview with me. And um, so 
that was the only like oddity of it. But you like you feel how big atmospherically that the that everything is. You see that like there's some people gathered, which was which was really cool. Um, Pit fans travel really well. Yeah, and uh, I was really surprised by that. I, honestly, I, yeah, me too. And it was it was really cool because there were there were a bunch of people that I actually that I knew personally that would uh, that came by and and said something. Um, so the whole thing was was uh, was really neat. But but truthfully, it's like uh, you know, you're just worried about doing a good painting because you just want to make a good painting. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it it was awesome, and then getting to hang out a little bit with Kenny Pickett. And yeah, it was awesome that he came down and took took like a picture. Yeah. Um, so we were the crazy part was that he actually was landing at the airport like when you started the painting. You initially had yeah. like what fifty almost an hour to complete yeah, well, this thing. So they wanted to do a little spot with him and a little interview with him, uh, and they wanted the painting to be done by that point. So if he wasn't going to be there, I would have had like the whole show to do the painting. But if he was going to be there, they would have dropped the time down by 30 minutes, which is like, yeah, which is pretty wild. And do like two more speed paintings in that amount of time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, so the room for error, like if you, you know, do something you don't like, you have time to like uh, to change things up a little bit. And then uh, so for it to like fluctuate in time so much was a little weird a little yeah. difficult uh to to navigate and very little you know difficulty in doing that yeah. so it wasn't that big a deal but it was it was fun to like to to have it all come together at the end with with Kenny and them so yeah it was cool i i loved it it was it was the best way to cap off 2021 i think so something else that we got to work on this year uh together um, not just going down to Atlanta and doing the whole speed painting, but like still in the football season, we did some cleats together. So uh, for the Steelers, which facilities right up the street. So that's been really fun to work with them. And I know you've been working with them for years. Um, and some of the ones that come to mind when I think back this year, you did Chase, Claypool, uh, Cam Hayward, Big Ben. Uh, and some of my favorite ones that I saw you do this year were for uh, TJ Watt. And so I want to talk to you about the cleats you did for TJ and like kind of going back through, is there any specific pair that comes to mind that you're like, like, those are my favorite ones that I did? There's um, basically all my favorite cleats are for TJ. And it's, it's, it's easy to say that when you talk about the, who will win the, you know, him who will win the defensive player of the year this year. And if not, it's rigged. Uh, because TJ gives me a lot of creative freedom as long as it fits within the guidelines of the NFL rules about uniforms and uh, what they can wear. Um, I really like the Christmas ones. The Christmas ones with uh, uh, Home Alone and uh, the Christmas Family Vacation. Um, Those were challenging. And then I was told that he's probably going to get fined for, like, the design on them. So we had to really uh, – I had to get those cleats back, and I had to change them to make them more team colors, which was very painful to, like, sand <laughs> off those uh, yeah. those portraits that I made. It was like uh, – I was going to do a video where I was crying while I did that. 
You should have. But I... I definitely would have. I know you would have. And that's <laughs> why I was like, I'm not doing this. Because um, I'm not ready to sell my soul yet for TikTok. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. It's... No, your content's great. You can do that. You can do that. I can't do that. That doesn't feel like a compliment. No, it is. You you have... You're like, I would never do what you do. You're... I would never subject myself... No, you're you do, you're comedic. You okay. You're decently comedic. That's not a in, compliment either. But in your flow and in your rhythm, like you're comedic. Thank you. I'm decent. I'm gonna put that in my Instagram bio. I'm decently comedic. Yeah, but you don't try to be. Yeah. It just comes across as like this is funny without you even trying. Like you're not even trying to be, and you're decent at it. I'm just kidding. I do take that as a compliment. I mean, it was like not like a full compliment. So don't. <laughs> Don't get too happy about it. Uh, <laughs> the there was one that you really did that was that was really good, and I'll be perfectly honest, I laugh at a lot of your TikToks, uh, like like not just the like sniffle, not just like the <laughs> yeah, like I like full out laugh. Thanks, man. Yeah, I remember the first one you ever complimented where I like started making like goofy TikToks was when I was like made the video of like peeling the paint chips off the bottle, and it was like the best way to waste time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I there's a lot to make fun of about what we do, and I'm glad that you go that route. Yeah, well, that that's that's kind of really what I wanted to talk to you about today. Is like I want to talk to you about the the game. I want to talk to you about the cleats, all the stuff that are the highs. But we share all the high on social media. We share all the like victories and the wins and the cool moments and the people we get to meet and like doing this job. There's a ton of, you know, really cool moments. There's also a ton of not so cool moments that, you know, don't get shown. We don't post about. We just kind of like, yeah. you know, either keep it to ourselves or luckily we have each other in this studio space to vent and talk through it. But um, well, this job pulls you apart, you know, like it it's it's um, it's hard to think about like all the, the stressful times because you feel like. When you have stressful times, it's like you're ungrateful for, you know, getting to work with these guys and these organizations. But, I mean, the truth is some guys will text you at Thursday and they leave for, you know, Baltimore on Saturday. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so we have Friday. So just not sleeping. To just, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've spent, I've probably spent three or four, like, all-nighters this past year yeah. doing cleats, which isn't healthy. You know, when you have a full eight-hour day and you end that day at, like, you know, eight. And then um, and then you have eight more hours on top of that. Yeah. You know? What, what? I mean, I know for me, sometimes I don't really know what pulls me through that. But, like, what it is it that, like, big moment of, like, I just I want to get this done. I want to, like, you know, or like, what gets you through the that late night, early morning, like, it can't yeah. be the money, right? It's not. Oh, it's it's the money. <laughs> I don't do anything. I don't that. believe you because <laughs> at the end of the day, if it was about the money, eventually you're gonna burn yourself out. Well, right? eventually, if it was about the money, I would probably start giving you a lot of the clients. That's true. So maybe. So maybe. I just need you to pick up a few more things that are just for the money, so that then I pick up some of the work. Well, here's the thing. So like, like uh, the. We had an influx, and there were some guys that reached out to me, and I just couldn't do everything. 
but I wouldn't trust given like uh, having those clients and then giving them like there have been a few times where I'm like I need your help I need you to do this yeah and you know I wouldn't do that if I didn't think that you were like talented and capable and um and I actually you know I think you're at this point way better than anything that I uh, I do I I am grateful though that we have each other and I mean we were actually discovering we do have each other there's huh? a t- <laughs> we do we have each other we do I got you babe okay we got like we we've kind of recently discovered there's some pretty dope sneaker artists in Pittsburgh and so other than us yeah no, I'm kidding. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, uh, Ball Boy. Yeah, which I'm going to have him on the podcast at some point. Shout out, yeah. Mr. Cruel. Um, Brennan, Bizen. Yeah, I mean, and even just in that circle. I mean, the, that's that's an all-star group. That's Yeah, that's four, four. Four really, I think, innovative. There's nobody that's doing any, like, I think in the shoe game today that's trying to be as innovative as... Uh, Crow, crow, yeah. yeah, ball boy. Yeah, he's his work's insane. We'll, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll put some of it on the screen. If you guys don't already follow him, definitely follow. Saturday, like what does he call it? Saturdays or augmented it. reality? AR yeah. Saturdays. Yeah, so he'll put he'll make like a filter that you can literally wear the shoes on your feet. Yeah, when you like on like Snapchat, his custom stuff. shoes, not like a pair of yeah. shoes. Like he'll design a pair of shoes in 3D, and then you wear them on your feet, but. It's crazy. So, yeah, Pittsburgh's kind of becoming like this little, you know, area where there's some sneaker artists in it. And uh, having each other in the same studio has been really beneficial for, like, not just bouncing ideas, but, like, helping each other through those, you know, sleepless nights of trying to get projects done. There's been times where you've been out of town and I had to, like, add a code on for you or, like, do a finish or make a drop off or whatever. So, like, you know, what do you think the importance? That's kind of like what you know, with this podcast I'm hoping to do is to just honestly use this as a platform to like, it's just another piece of content that brings the community together and Mm -hmm. like shows a little bit behind the artist, like what goes into, cause you know, like I said, you only share the the, like good stuff most of the time on social media. So like seeing that like, Oh, this person pulls all nighters too. This person gets really, really exhausted and burnt out and, you know, has to push through too. like having a community because we're lucky enough to be in the same space. But I know a lot of people, it's a very lonely industry. Uh, if you're just getting started out and you're not really like, maybe you don't have any other people in your city that do it, at least not to the level that you do it on. And yeah. so what do you think like the important, like how different would this season have been if you weren't in this space and we weren't even working together? If I didn't have you? Yeah. Tell, tell everybody how important I am to you is kind of the question. Well, if I didn't know you, I would have just done all those cleats myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, and that's the thing I would have probably had to have done like what? 30 I'm fishing for compliments here. 30 pairs of cleats. Something. You were good enough to where I could <laughs> share some of those with you. All right, deal. All he right. was good enough. <laughs> He's just okay. No, I like you how precise you are with your with your stenciling and with your words. You just you just take so much care of each pair of cleats because uh like your quality over quantity. And sometimes to a fault. In the past I've had in some weeks a lot of quantity 
that the quality couldn't like keep up with it. I like there are pairs of cleats where I, um, where you would work on them and it would be like last minute and you've already done six pairs that week and then and then you get to like you're sitting down on Sunday after you dropped them off at Heinz Field at yeah. you know. 9 a.m. and the game's at 1 and then you sit down and you're like oh thankfully I'm done and then you watch the game and they're not even wearing them (laughs) and you're like hey I could have just I could have maybe seen my daughter for the first time in weeks you know yeah that's a tough pill to swallow talking to you Steven Nelson (laughs) I remember last year dude (laughs) you haven't forgot that's so funny I love Steve he's not gonna listen to this so it doesn't matter I, I think he blocks me Oh yeah, he does fuck you. That's so funny how you like uh, discovered that he blocked you. I'm blocked by two people on Instagram. Who? Him and someone else that's just like a I have no idea. An ex-girlfriend. Two people. It's an ex- not an ex-girlfriend, no. But I I don't know I don't know what I did. Maybe he got like toasted or something and I like sent out a tweet. You probably did. You were probably like this guy <laughs> is absolute trash. Right tweet, yeah, probably. Probably like three years ago. You probably said something horrible. I I got blocked by uh, one of the Pirates. Really? Yeah, back in 2013 uh, when they were in the playoffs. I was like a freshman in college, and uh, Jordy Mercer struck out with two guys on, and you know, in a really <laughs> important late inning ball game, maybe in the postseason. And I I didn't even tweet anything terrible. I just said Jordy Mercer is my least favorite Pirate, <laughs> and I found out that I was blocked for it. By him. Yeah, by him. That's amazing. Which is, you know, he ended up deleting his Twitter. Because of you saying that? No. I think well, he because he couldn't live without me. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't and uh so I'm not blocked by anybody as far as I know, which is nice. Let's change that. Who can we talk about? Who can we talk about right now? Who can we get blocked by? Yeah. Athlete wise. Right now. Pick somebody. I mean, I would love to get blocked by, like, Sidney Crosby. He doesn't have uh, social media, so oh, yeah. oh, you couldn't have picked a worse person. You couldn't pick the worst I just tried to think guy. of the most famous one in Pittsburgh. And you, that's not Ben? He doesn't have social media either. I yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah, he has, like, a social media team and, like, big Ben. No, it's one, it's one girl named Erin, and she's very nice. You can't give that information out, I don't think. Do they openly share that? Who cares? They're not listening. Sorry, Aaron. You, you, you've been a mystery for too long. <laughs> your secret's out. I don't know this your is, last name or this, where you live, so it's fine. This right? is the content. This is, this is why I started Dude, this like, first of all, if I just said a random person named Greg, like, a, there are people, people know there that it's not Ben. People know it's not Ben. that think Big Ben, ben but, is posting. Daily. Impossible. There are people. I well, let me it. tell you. Let me look you dead in your eyes. <laughs> it's not Ben. You can go to sleep. He's not reading your tweet. All right, so before we expose all of Pittsburgh's, you know, deepest, darkest secrets of who runs their Twitter accounts, let's move on to this final thing here. It's kind of like a rapid-fire question. Um, I'm just going to ask you, give me your best answer. And we'll roll with that. So the first question with the Super Bowl coming up, this is a uniform-related question, which uh, I follow, like, accounts on Twitter, which always were, like, the first kind of, like, 
segue into me getting into uniform design and all this stuff. Um, and like one of the debates like uh, going on is is like what uniforms should they what like combo should the Bengals wear with like their new design? They have like all these different combos, and then with the Rams, they got their like you know throwback, which is like just kind of like an away uniform. Then they got their bone uniform, all this. What's your idea? Like what what combo should each team wear? Which what would you like to see in that game? And what um, which team do you think did the did a better redesign of their uniform? Uh, this like this past year when they did that. Oh, that's that's a good question because I think the Rams did a little too much, and the Bengals did not enough. Okay. So I feel like I really do like the Rams. I I don't care too much for the bone one, but the white jersey looks really sharp. Yeah. Um. So the, it does look modern. Like people people hate on it, and I know people will always want the traditional stuff, and I am a big traditional guy. Yeah. Um. But I, I do like what the Rams did. I You know me. I love the color gradient in the numbers that go up. Yeah. I also love the texture in the numbers, like how they're uh, like Rams horns and how they twist yeah. within the within the like the number and stuff. I, you know, so I would like to see the blue. I'd like to see the Rams in blue. So the Bengals are specified as the home team. Okay. So they get their option, which. They wore white at home one time this year. So I'm thinking they're either going to wear black. I'm, I'm thinking they'll wear black, personally. But but they might wear white just because it's at the Rams stadium. And they were like a road team yeah. throughout. So. It, it kind of gives them that like underdog yeah. you know, mentality. So it's so weird. Both these teams are underdogs I know. to me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see like new... I want the I I don't like the number font that the Bengals chose. I think it's too skinny. I wish it was just a I little bit work, thicker. I think it would work if the outline was thicker. Only. Yeah, I think it looks a little cheap. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I I agree, but I still like I still like what they've done. You know, yeah. It's just like when you have the tiger stripes, you feel like there's so much potential there to do something like wicked, and I feel like they didn't. Yeah, so you're, you're but they're good. Them. I'd give them like a seven out of ten. Sure. I give the Rams like an eight it's out of ten. Better than what they had. Sure. Yeah. So you're thinking you want to see like the Rams all blue, mono blue versus solid white? No, blue? I think white with uh, the black pants. White and black pants. Yeah, that's a good look. I'm I'm hoping for Bengals to wear black tops, which I don't think they will. Now that you say that about them being like on the road and it's a away game, but my ideal like visual game would yeah. be black tops, white pants for the Bengals, and then white the white jersey with the yellow sleeves, not the bone one. Yeah. With um the yellow pants. Well here's ideally what I want to see is uh the Rams blue and the Bengals orange. Like I like the Bengals orange tops. Yeah. But they won't do that. Yeah, I don't think they'll do it for the Super Bowl. No. All right. So uh next question. This is like a sneaker related question. Uh, one pair of shoes that you have to wear for the rest of your life. Style, color, like it's the same shoe. I think like, I don't know, because I have shoes that I want to create myself. Like I have shoes that I personally want to, I want to cut the leather. I want to stitch them up. And I have a pair of shoes. Like kind of learning how to do that recently, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a pair of Jordan 1 Off-Whites. But they're black, and I think I'm going to do, like, the Donda 
like Kanye West type of like punk rocker spikes coming out of the uh, really? the the toe box here. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want to do. I got a little punk rock in me, despite my hair and face <laughs> and despite the my clothes face. that I wear. Yeah. <laughs> Or blazers. I love blazers. They're not comfortable. I like those shoes that you won the raffle for and still had to pay for them. I know. That's funny how Nike does that. What are those called? Shattered blue? Uh, no, these were... Uh, I don't care. What's the next Prototypes question? or something like that? I don't know. Last <laughs> question. Okay. Three words you'd tell yourself 10 years ago. Only three words. Can't make a full sentence. Three words. Three words I would tell myself ten years ago that have to that would set you up for your art career or maybe it's not maybe it's personal life like what are three words that you're like this is what I'm gonna tell myself you can go back in time ten years ago you only get three words stop hitting people <laughs> stop hitting people I don't know three words that I'd tell myself ten years ago um. Just don't suck. If I, if, like, here's a thing. If I was in a position to go back in time 10 years and then I had only three words to tell my 16 year old self, I probably just wouldn't go. <laughs> just like, nah. I'd probably be like, nothing. okay, well, I mean, things are fine now. I mean, like, you like, got am I trying this, to change something? It's going to work. What do I need 10 years ago? Just keep painting. I seem to or... be figured out. I seem to have figured, you know, like, like I wouldn't go, I don't think. You wouldn't go. No. You Why would, would I want to change anything? You would opt out of time travel? To say three words to my 16-year-old self? Yeah, kind of. And that's all I was there to do? I feel like you can I spend and, more time. I feel like you would self-sabotage and go back and say something like so sarcastic, like college wasn't worth it. <laughs> There's more than, you know, don't go college. <laughs> and then you'd hear yourself say that and be like, God, I got to go to college. Like can't even formulate a sentence <laughs> in the future. <laughs> like give me like a full sentence to do. Three words. Did you ask anybody if that was a good question? <laughs> <laughs> Did you <laughs> did you run these by Lindy or are, even no, Veda? Are, yeah, I actually I did. I, t I asked Veda and she gave me a better response than you did. That's because she's two and only knows three words. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She talks in full sentences. She does talk in full sentence. She's a genius. She makes my kid look dumb. Shut up. You can't say that on a podcast that's being recorded. I'm kidding, Brooks. <laughs> when you don't watch this in in 18 years. Because Joe Rogan has canceled Spotify for everybody, yeah. you know? You, your son actually, though, is, like, the most athletic two-year-old I've ever met in my whole life. The first time I met him at your house, he came... He was doing like, push-ups. ...ripping yeah. down your driveway on, like, a bike without training wheels. Yeah. And just rounded the bend and just kept going down the street. And I didn't... Yeah. He if also, my daughter steps down off a step, I have to like be ready. And I so when he took off down the driveway, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna, this is awful. Like, this is gonna be the worst. This is the first time we're hanging out at your house, and I'm gonna witness you take your son to the hospital." But he ripped around that bend and just like put his feet down. It's crazy. He's got good genes, you know. <laughs> That's all I can say is he's he comes from physical specimen. Yeah, you know, a long line of them. So. You know, 
I mean, he's got that D2 football blood in him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here, bro. For sure. Um, I want to wrap this up, but I want to give you the kind of the platform. Say whatever you want to say. Is there anything coming up for you? How could they get in contact with you if they want to book you to do a speed painting? Whatever it is, you got the floor. Have at it. I'm Co- uh, Cody Sable Art on everything. So if you guys want to look at some look at some things I've done or just me, so you could just yeah. find me there. Yeah. Don't go to college. That's your that's that's your message to end this. Yep. Don't go. Right. It's not worth it for everybody. Yeah, like Doctors. unless you're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer, but if you're going for business, just don't go. Watch a Gary V podcast and do it yourself. All right, well, thank you guys for being here today. This has been episode one. Uh, I'm really excited for where this podcast is gonna go in the future. So, however you're listening, whether this is uh, YouTube or you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, uh, um, Amazon Music, or whatever it may be, please don't forget to subscribe. Uh, hit the bell button whatever platform you're on stay plugged in because there's gonna be a ton of really exciting things that we're gonna do i'm gonna hopefully have some really awesome guests that you know you guys if you have somebody in mind right now shoot me a dm let me know who should i have on this podcast what would you like to hear on this podcast i want to i want to meet you and talk to you if you are listening to this and so that you know i can provide some content that you're interested in so hit me up on social media at vc2art like we said, at Cody Sable Art was my guest today. Go follow him too. He has a YouTube channel, all that stuff. Show him some love. Uh, this has been episode one. Love you guys for being here. Really excited. See you on the episode two. Hey!